0: Our story begins in a classroom where Professor Clayton ponders is wrapping up today's lecture.
1: He disliked nearly all women, and especially the young and pretty ones, who were the most bigoted adherents of the party, the swallowers of slogans, the amateur spies, and nosers out of unorthodoxy. Distrust of children, dislike of women, Would any of you like living in a world like that? Why don't all of you write me a 500-word essay on the very subject as a primer on where we'll be going in the coming weeks?
0: Uh, Dr. Ponders, is it true what they're saying? That you're on the government's watch list and that Big Brother is actually watching you? Some of us are just curious, that's all.
1: You know what they say about curiosity, Mr. Howard, don't you?
0: Uh, it kills cats. No,
1: it culminates in a successful liberal arts degree. Remember, essays about the dislike of women in Orwell's 1984, On My Desk Monday. And this would be the woman that is the farthest thing from dislike in my current vocabulary. Hello, Dawn. You certainly are a punctual -er noser-out of the unorthodoxy, aren't you?
0: There's no one more unorthodox than you, Professor. Is now a good time to talk?
1: It's always a good time to talk, when you're on the other end of the line.
0: I didn't realize old men with sheepskin hats could be such players.
1: My dear, I've been playing this game since woman was created. Not from the ribcage of a man, mind you, but more likely from the petals of a fragrant flower. Maybe hyacinth.
0: Trust me, I just finished working out. I do not smell flowery.
1: A rose by any other name, even after a workout, would smell just as sweet.
0: So now you're teaching Shakespeare, too?
1: I would if I had the time. Did you hear that interference on the line again?
0: Not on my end, Professor.
1: Or, as my friends and students prefer, K.
0: Okay, Professor K. Let's preview what we'll be discussing on my show.
1: Yes, but let's do so in my office. I believe the reception is better there. I'll walk and talk at the same time.
0: Talented man you are. I can't even chew gum while I talk. This
2: is ridiculous. Two grown men listening on random conversations? I can think of better things to do on the phone. Intimate conversations would be my first choice. Calling for pizza would be my second.
3: We have fresh Java, Mook extra strong to get us through the night.
2: I'll say it again, this is ridiculous.
3: Hey, I typically don't like the caffeine this late in the day either, but.
2: No, not that. I always sleep like a baby, but come on, Toms. We've been sitting here for what, maybe six hours? And what do we have? Nothing.
3: Actually, it's been five hours.
2: Well, I get bored after 10 minutes. Why don't we do some channel surfing and see if there's anyone more interesting out there on Mob bell.
3: What the? What did you do? I didn't even touch it. Well, ten seconds ago it was Professor Ponders and Danger Dawn just shooting the breeze, plain as can be. And... Well, could be they're onto us. I mean, that
2: Ponders guy may sound nuts, but he's smarter than Einstein's ghost. Maybe he figure out a way to
0: monkey-wrench up.
3: No. I don't think so. It sounds like interference from somewhere.
0: Professor? Professor K? Are you in your office yet? This signal is really bad.
2: Well, at least we still have half of the dynamic duo. (laughs) Why would anyone want to give themselves a name like Danger Dawn? Sounds like a superhero for kids.
0: I'm going to hang up, Professor, and try to call you back.
3: In the old days, before all this technology, we merely rented a hotel room and put a glass up against the wall. No electricity needed.
4: 101, 101. coming 101 this is a alex calling from pinwheel please respond before all hope for peaceful resolution expires I repeat please respond
2: what that's not professor ponders it's got to be interference look outside is is there a storm brewing
3: no clear skies
2: I don't get it 101, are you there? Truly bizarre. Sounds more like a walkie-talkie than AT&T.
3: No, it's definitely coming in over the phone line. The system was just inspected last week.
4: 101, we have sent you repeated correspondence, but so far have heard no response. Come in, 101, you are the voice of reason. Or so we hope.
2: Sounds like one of those old-fashioned mayday calls. Who the heck is
3: 101? Better yet, what's pinwheel? Gotta be code for something.
4: If you do not reply, 101, then we will have to proceed with our mission as planned. Repeat. As planned. It is in your best interest to answer without delay.
2: Sounds like a
3: threat to me. Any chance we can pinpoint a location? If he stays on the line another 10, 20 seconds, maybe. But with our luck... With our luck. Ah, forget it. We lost him.
0: Hello? Professor K, are you still there? Yes, Dawn. Oh, I thought I'd lost you. Did you hear that strange clicking? I thought the expression was Big Brother is watching us, not listening to us.
1: Well, ears have been around longer than eyes. In the spy game anyway.
2: <laughs> Professor in danger, Dawn returneth! Guess you didn't lose them after all.
3: Keep quiet and listen, will ya?
0: Professor, you got the list I faxed over, right?
1: Yes, I have it in front of me right now. Looks like someone's been doing their homework.
0: We have to be well-read and cross-cultural in today's world, don't you think, Professor?
1: Are you sure you don't mean countercultural?
0: Wow, I didn't realize anyone used that word anymore.
1: I am not a linguist. I teach political science.
0: Oh? There are some people who say you teach public discord and unrest. How do you plan on responding to them?
1: By speaking truth to power.
0: Jesus, Professor. Your lingo is really so yesterday.
1: Okay, okay. How about this then? By telling kids how they can protect themselves from being oppressed by their government.
0: That's a little harsh, don't you think?
1: Life is harsh. I sometimes counsel inmates in prison, Miss Dawn. I try my best to comfort them, to tell them there's a way out of the quiet fire, a surefire way to actually win the battle.
2: Holy cow, Toms, did you hear that? <laughs> Mr. Redhead is preparing to start a revolution.
3: Is that what he said?
2: Not in so many words, but yes. Yes, he did.
3: Then I guess our work is done here. Let's pack up and go home.
2: Huh? Wait a minute, we can't do that. We don't have sufficient intelligence
0: on this.
3: What do you mean specifically
4: Professor the pay?
0: Are we seeking
4: armed resistance?
0: An insurgency? An Arab Spring isn't going to be as seasonal in the United States.
2: Like I said, a frickin' revolution! Anarchy on my watch!
4: Time is ticking, 101. Our government is losing patience. You are an omnipresent force and can surely help us get to the Mendelvium our people so badly need. Please respond.
2: This guy's a regular Darth Vader. Luke, I'm the past. Luke,
3: I think he's some kind of freak. I wish he'd just get off the line while we're in the middle of wiretapping. Who knows what important surveillance we're missing. Here, we got him back.
0: Holy cow. Professor, if I hadn't gotten it all on tape, I probably wouldn't believe it. So it's as easy as all that? Why aren't there more of these non people able to make a difference then?
1: Unpersons. Orwell called them unpersons. And that's why more of them aren't victorious. Because the precise moment they become vocal, the government makes sure they become just the opposite unvocal, unheard, unpersons.
0: They're. Silenced? Well, where the hell's the trail of bodies? Death
1: isn't the only way to keep an enemy combatant in check.
0: I hate that term, enemy combatant. In some people's eyes, anyone with a different skin color or religion is an enemy.
2: I think you and the professor are both enemies,
3: if the people. Shh,
0: quiet, Luke. So just to be clear, professor, are we talking about torture? And not just as an interrogation method, but a way to silence voices.
1: I don't think I could be any clearer, at least not without being silenced myself.
0: In that case, are you prepared to offer proof to any Doubting Thomases out there in Listening Land that waterboarding and other illegal interrogations are being carried out? I will. maybe we should talk about it more in the studio, Professor. See you in about half an hour? Oh, I don't know. What do you mean, I don't know? We agreed upon the date months ago.
1: A half hour isn't enough time to shower and pick up a bottle of wine.
0: I didn't agree to that kind of date, Professor. Come on, you know what time the show is.
1: Yes, but what about the fireworks after the show? What time do they start? They're
0: not making much sense, Professor K. And this phone connection is driving me insane. My phone has plenty of bars, so what's the problem? You're breaking up. I'll see you at the station in 30 minutes, okay?
1: Okay, it's a date. An appointment, then. But I'll still bring a bottle of wine. Red or white, Dawn.
0: Neither. It's against company policy. Come on, that's
1: never stopped me before.
0: See you in 30.
1: Yes, I'll be
2: there with bells on. We definitely have grounds for arrest now. This clown is more treacherous than Benedict freaking Arnold. So, are we going in?
3: In? (laughs) I think you've been watching too many old episodes of Law and Order. Our job is just to gather information, remember? Besides, he'll be going on radio pretty soon. I think it helps build our case if he alludes to some of the same things on air.
2: If he shows up for the interview, I think he might be on to us.
3: I'm sure someone like Professor Ponders thinks he's always being wiretapped. Why else would he teach a class on Orwell's 1984? Hell, he might as well cut to the chase and call his course Surveillance 101. Then at least he'd be an honest terrorist. This is getting old in a hurry.
4: This is A. Alex from Tinwheel. This is a very urgent matter.
3: For Christ's sake, if you're not going to shut that thing off, I will. No, wait. My gut is starting to tell me that this might be a national security issue. My gut just feels nauseous. I can't believe how many sick,
2: evil people there are in this world.
0: Is that you? Okay, you're not in then. I guess I'll leave you a message. I'm at the station now. Downstairs in the lobby. I can buzz you in if you get here soon, otherwise you'll have to call me on the studio hotline. not in the budget right now for the station to have a full-time receptionist. You know the number. Call me.
2: Who are we supposed to be listening to now? The local insurrectionists? Or the, you know, the other-worldly insurrectionists?
3: Hard to choose. Right now I'd be inclined to say both.
2: 101
4: coming, 101! Our ship is on a collision course. Time is nearly out. If I hear from you soon, 101, we may still be able to change our coordinates. There are last minute overrides I can institute, but only if the last minutes don't become final seconds.
2: A modern kamikaze. What kind of ship? In which harbor, I wonder. Holy shit, we better pin down where he's calling from before- I know you can hear me, 101
4: can hear me. I am tired of the wiretaps, as your government calls them. My
2: people are tired of them. This must end. What the hell? Where did he come from? Toms, my gun, top drawer next to the bed. What? A pierney earth weapon? You might as well arm yourself with the book of your
4: god from the same cheap hotel desk drawer. It will do you as much good. Forget the gun, Agent Toms. Draw down, Agent Mook. Unpower that silly eavesdropping mechanism.
3: Do it. Mook, did you leave the front door unlocked? I know I didn't. You should have done something. This, was, this
4: Silence! I have no time for your paltry security measures. Locked doors, chains, peepholes. If you had seen me coming, I doubt you would have been any better
2: prepared. The U.S. government is always prepared for any threat. Any threat,
4: I am a dot Alex from the Pinwheel
2: Galaxy.
4: I have journeyed far for two reasons to seek out new supplies of Mendelvium, an element vital to our survival, in which, through sheer luck on your part, is now in an abundant quantity on your planet, and also to put an end to Earth's terroristic advances. Consider this a preemptive strike against further encroachment into our peaceful existence.
3: Terrorists. America. <laughs> I'm sure you're mistaken. We are not the enemy.
4: Uh, uh, that is not what 101
2: says. Can you take me to 101? I would really like to meet this brave being. We don't know any 101. Give us a name instead. Maybe then we can help. That is too bad. Too, too bad.
4: No, I do not know 101 by any other title. But you can still help me, Agent Mook. By telling me where the Mandelvium is. I
2: don't know what the hell you're talking about. Tell him, Tom.
3: Yeah, we've never heard of this Mandelvium stuff. What do you do? Do you eat it? Or maybe mix it into some fancy pharmaceutical to treat disease?
2: Oh, I bet it's used to make bonds of some sort. Yeah, that's gotta be it. Ambulance? Violence!
4: We are not a violent people. We usually seek diplomatic solutions to, um, intergalactic disturbances.
2: Intergalactic? You expect us to believe you're from another planet? Come on, that's just horse crap. I said we usually seek diplomatic resolutions,
4: but
3: sometimes when extreme situations such as this arrive... Extreme? C- come on! What have we done to threaten you?
4: We have been monitoring your world for years, but over the past several months, your actions have become louder than
2: words, as your people say. Wait a minute, you've been monitoring us? Just a few minutes ago, you were upset because we were monitoring you? Which is it now? Both.
4: We began our monitoring in direct response to your long-distance eavesdropping. And now, in violation of... <gasps> Pinwheel Galaxy Regulation, ZX-90001-BA3, not to mention your Earthlings and Nava conventions. You have slathered salt onto the wound and begun to torture innocent citizens of your planet. Quite indefensible. What do you wish to um, defend yourself?
3: Please, Mr. Alex. Trust me when I say our government has not been eavesdropping on your planet. I wouldn't have the foggiest idea how to even go about doing that.
4: (laughs) You torture, and now you lie. I find you earthlings repugnant, like St. Nullian grim Grimpock. But I pride myself on being a compassionate
2: being, so I will spare you your punishment. Our punishment? This is getting more insane by the second. You are going to punish us? As I was about to say, I will spare you your
4: punishment and overlook your digression.
2: Hey, don't don't do us any favors.
4: But only if you help me find 101. I am sure she knows where the Mendelbium is stockpiled. She is a wise and fair human.
3: We've told you already, we have no idea who this 101 person is. We we can't help you. What
4: kind of intelligence body are you? (laughs) I'm a civilization thousands of light years away And yet you are unable to reveal the identity of a human That lives and breathes within a few square miles My third brain is having as much difficulty grasping this as my first and second And your singular cortexes couldn't even begin to comprehend our advanced body
3: Wait, you mean this 101 is nearby And that's why you think we should be able to help?
4: Yes, according to our best estimate, she is quite near Yet I am helpless has far too many of your planet's uh, cellular communications devices. Their interference now renders my navigation equipment useless.
2: Okay, hypothetically speaking, what happens if we help you track down this mysterious 101? Are you gonna turn tail? Turn tail? I do not understand.
3: What my partner is trying to say is will you leave us alone? Us and all of America?
2: You mean you only care about your own country?
3: No, I didn't say that.
2: Well, I'll say it then. If you leave the United States alone, I don't give a damn what you do with the rest of the world. Well, except maybe Australia or New Zealand. I love exploring the
3: outback. Mook, what are you saying?
2: Oh, come on, you feel the same way. I know you do. In fact, why don't we make a trade? We'll give up one if you give us mm, Al- Al-Qaeda. Every last one of them <laughs> sickos wrapped up in a pretty little package
3: with a big bow.
2: What a great Christmas gift. You're
3: being ridiculous, Mook. We can't go making deals with terrorists international or... I can't believe I'm saying this. Intergalactic. We don't make deals with terrorists. Period.
4: Just as I thought. You are an impassive. Look, you will give me what I came for, so far to get. If not the identity of 101, then the mentality of which I know your scientists have recreated in their laboratories. My methods have guaranteed results. You will comply.
1: Hello. This is Kate and Dawn. I was really hoping to reach you, but I don't remember your hotline number. You have everything in your possession, my dear, so no worries at all. My- I'm delayed, not to worry. We'll connect. If not tonight, then-
3: I think the whole world is going crazy. Amen to that.
2: Mr. Alex, um, what are you hinting at here? Are you going to torture us?
4: Torture is not a word in our common everyday vocabulary. It has only recently been borrowed from your Earthling culture. Or lack of it. In any case, yes, I would call it torture. But perhaps you would not.
3: This isn't very civilized behavior. If you're from a peaceful planet, how could you possibly condone doing something which goes against your own pinwheel rules and mores? More like pinhead rules and mores. (laughs) I said stupid, Mook! This isn't a time for joking! Mr. Alex, uh, what are you... Hey, wait one goddamn minute there! What in God's name do you have there? They look like hoods. Black hoods!
4: Do not worry. Our methods do not cause death. Neither do yours, am I correct? Or were those allegations
2: at your Guantanamo encampment true? This isn't funny. If you think we're gonna sit still while you force us to wear some kind of hoodie, you've got another thing. Get, oh, help! Help! Get this thing off me! Tom's run! Get out of here! Get out of here while you still have a chance!
4: Yes, now how about you, Agent Tom? Is there anything you wish to confess before you futilely try to flee? What did you
3: do to him? What's that hood doing to him? Mook, are you okay?
4: One last opportunity, Agent Tom. Care to confess to your crimes?
3: I know nothing about your people, Mr. Alex. Why don't you just sit down and tell me about your people? What your society is like? How many kids you have? Do you like watching baseball? Or something like baseball on a warm Sunday afternoon? Maybe then we can come to an, under, an, under, an understanding.
4: Time for understanding has passed, Agent Tom. No.
3: No! Get away from me! Now! Now! Mook, can you hear me? Mook, we gotta get out of here. But I can't move my arms or legs. I can't move anything. Help! Help!
4: I realize that neither one of you can put forth any resistance. But even if you could, I want you to know that there is no need for alarm. What you are about to feel, as agonizing as it may be, will be fleeting and non-injurious. Wormholing is an archaic, yet effective, means of interrogation, only recently reinstated by the Penfield Federation of Planets, and put simply, is nothing more than a vacuum hood which is bombarded with millions of particles of space dust. You may feel all tingly just before the sensation of drowning in black matter overtakes you. Relax. Breathe, if you can. <laughs> Oh, it is a sad day for interstellar diplomacy, but I am sure my superiors will agree I had no choice. What is that noise? comes not from these old equipment, but from
0: this timekeeping device? A clock? Hello, world. You're listening to 101 The Truth, here at 101.9 on the dial, and I'm Danger Dawn, your host for What Ails You. 101?
4: Is that really you? I have waited so long.
0: Your favorite talk and information source, 101 The Truth, was scheduled to bring you an interview tonight with controversial college professor and author, Caton Ponders. But we have just learned that, unfortunately, the good professor will not be able to join us.
4: 101, I can hear you loud and clear, but I would really like to see you. If you can tell me your coordinates, I may yet be able to delay my governing council's actions.
0: No further information is available at this time on Professor Ponders' reason for canceling or his exact whereabouts. Professor
4: Ponders, yes, he is a man of nearly equal character, one oh one. Perhaps I can take you both home to my planet. Would you like that?
0: According to an anonymous source, and as you know by now, the truth values and protects its sources, according to one of my anonymous truth sharers, a black sedan with unidentifiable plates was seen parked outside the Ponder's Midtown residence earlier this evening.
4: Typical behavior, remain incognito so that dirty deeds seem clean.
0: So it would appear that covert activity, dirty, Covert activity may be behind this. Under- that is exactly what I have said.
4: 101. Why is it that you cannot understand what I'm saying? My intentions are good. I merely want to help my people.
0: Again, I am really, truly sorry for this last-minute cancellation. Here, it is 11th hour. So sorry for it is the 11th hour in our country, in our world, perhaps the whole forsaken universe. The 11th hour, one ticking.
4: You are so right, 101. It is indeed getting late in my universe and yours.
0: And I'm afraid it's later than most of my listeners realize. Yes, yeah.
1: late. Too, too late. <laughs>